0: Hey, everybody. It's Eduardo Jackson, the founder, creator, and CEO of the Cinema Draft Game. Welcome. It is Tuesday, January 10th in the new year, 2017, year of our Lord. (laughs) And I first want to start off with an apology. Of course, it sucks that, once again, towards the last minute, we had to cancel games last week. It was not an optimal situation, but I'd rather Uh, have canceled the games that have had a very, very imperfect uh, gaming experience for you all. But we are back this week. We have uh, built in some safeguards so we can make sure the game will run. Uh, And we are here to do a talent pool preview of some of the values and interesting uh, pricing that's out there for this week. Uh, Some of it is based off of of salaries that would have been for last week. And, you know, we can generally take a look and see what the talent pool is shaping up to look like and what to look out for. I will be coming back at you tomorrow, uh, I believe tomorrow morning-ish with a full uh, podcast, episode 17, I believe, which we kind of recap the Golden Globes a little bit uh, and also do the shot list where we go into detail after serious study of the talent pool, what will be the actors you'll need to build the winning call sheet for the cinema draft game. So, Let's take the 1,000-foot view. This is the spreadsheet I use to, to basically build the values for, for the movies. Uh, nice little overview. Uh, for those listening at home, sorry you can't see this. Uh, you guys really should t- check out the the podcast video on our YouTube channel, which is, of course, reachable from our landing page at cinmadraft.co. That's cinmadraft.co. Uh, but we have five new entrants this week. Well, six if you count the one that we couldn't get into our town pool last week, which would be Underworld Blood Wars, but we have the Bye Bye Man horror flick, OK Janu, which I believe is an Indian flick, uh, platform Indian flick, Monster Trucks, a trailer which I just saw over the weekend and it looks insanely stupid, Sleepless, featuring uh, my present uh, town of Las Vegas, Nevada, beat with a bunch of dirty, corrupt cops <laughs> featuring T.I. I'm oh, sorry, featuring Jamie Foxx. He's the headliner and T.I., which I would consider the co-headliner, at least from all the trailers. And then also Underworld, Blood Wars, starring Kate Beckinsale, this silly vampire lichen franchise, which seems like it will not die. Uh, it seems to be a January staple every Uh, second or third year and then also Live By Night we're finally adding to the talent pool because it finally it's going wide. It's expanding from four screens which it's been performing kind of low to middling for a while but the 2,700 screens I'm sure you've seen the trailers by now Ben Affleck uh, Prohibitions, I think, prohibition gangster style. Whatever looks pretty interesting. Looks like he's. Uh, I mean, this is a directorial effort too. He co-wrote the screenplay. I think it's an adaptation from a Dennis Lehane novel. Uh, as you may recall, Dennis Lehane was the novelist behind Mystic River, and I want to say, what, what was it? Not another another Affleck movie that he did uh, that he, that was adapted. So Shutter Island, the dra- Gone Baby Gone. There you go. That was the one that, that really, really brought uh, Affleck into directorial prominence, I believe. So anyways, um, anyways. so this has been Affleck, production, uh, acting and directing. I'm very much looking forward to it. And so he will be, pr- well, well, I'm not necessarily pricing it according to my preferences, but I do think it's going to have some interest in the box office because as much as we, we want to hate on on him, Ben Affleck is a movie star. All right, so let's get into the talent pool. I'm going to ignore these people who are trying to IM me while I'm working. <laughs> Mute that. All right. Uh, now let's see. So, so we'll start at the top. We usually go from weeks and release. Um, from newest to oldest, Monster Trucks. I have priced down. It's in. It's starting at six thousand five hundred up to six thousand nine hundred for your headliners. Lucas Till. I think he's the star that that uh, MacGyver reboot on TV. that yeah. uh, CBS. Um, okay, so so that that uh, that's going to be on twenty eight hundred screens. That's a wide release. Okay, Janu, Now, platform is super thin this week, as you can see from our overview the tab I call the box office report. Uh, it's super thin this week in platform. We only ha- really have Jackie out and okay. Janu and of okay. Janu, we could only really find four actors of note. So, you know, you, you know it's, it's pretty much not going to be very optimal for the platform release category this week. And it, it's, it's not my fault. I mean, I could introduce a couple of, you know, 10 or seven screen, uh, Releases that we know will definitely fail, but you know, if we're trying to cap this at 20 films, you know, per per week, and try to reduce, you know, the the assault of choice that you have in choosing your actors for your call sheet, then then we're just then we're limiting it so, uh, this week to just Okay Janu and Jackie, which still has been performing. As a matter of fact, take a look at uh, last weekend's box office, Jackie jackie still pulled in over a million dollars uh we thought there might have been like a post golden globes bump coming but seeing how it got shut out of, of i think pretty much every major award uh, you know even natalie port i believe natalie portman's up for for best uh best actress uh i don't think it's gonna you know do anything significantly different so for the platform release category We actually have Jackie down here uh, at at the same price. Price is unchanged. Seven thousand five hundred, starting at seven thousand five hundred, going up to eighty-four hundred for Natalie Portman as your as a headliner. Uh, What else we have? So Sleepless. I don't know. This is a tough one to call. I mean, Jamie Fox. It's he's he's kind of a weird box office draw. Like he hasn't really rolled out a lot of films that you can really. You know look to confidently and say okay i want to go see a jamie fox movie at least not lately uh he did annie which was which bombed and i actually thought annie was okay you know but it, once again is a, it's a remake a reboot of of a of, you know a fairly popular broadway play which is made into a hit movie musical um or i sorry broadway musical which is remade into a hit movie musical and yeah, oh, ooh, this looks interesting. Uh, so, it's looking at uh, Jamie Foxx's IMDb, just trying to get a, a feel again for what he's been in recently. And yeah, so last one we use is an Annie, you know, 2014, Horrible Bosses 2, Supporting Role, Amazing Spider-Man 2, we know that wasn't about him, Supporting Role, Rio 2, Voice Role. Yeah, what, White House Down, I guess you could say, was the last kind of big um, Jamie Foxx uh, star. He and Gerard Butler. I mean, they kind of. I mean, Gerard Butler was the lead per se, but Jamie Fox definitely kicked a lot of ass that movie. And then you know, so that's twenty thirteen. So he's been kind of out. He's been kind of out of it for the last few years. Um, He's uh so sleepless will be a test to his box office medal. And quite honestly, I I mean, I don't know. You would think projections aren't out yet on my favorite site, which would be pro.boxoffice.com, uh, where they do their weekly projections. So those, those usually come out on Wednesday. But I would guess just based off of the plethora of of marketing, it's an action film. Um, it's really only competing against *Live by Night* for action per se this weekend, I believe. I don't know. I think it could, it could, it could, it could do high teens, low twenty million if it's actually good. I have honestly have no idea how to rate this. The trailers look terrible. Um looks fairly generic, you know, cricket cops type thing or whatever. I do love seeing <laughs> all these Vegas locations where I know, okay, I know where that is, I know where that is, I know where that is. And it's actually, and hopefully we'll be seeing a wave of these type of movies as far as not you know crappy Jamie Foxx action flicks, but a wave of movies coming out of Nevada. I believe there was uh, an extension or an enlargement of a of a film tax credit. In the state of Nevada in twenty fifteen, so we might start seeing more Nevada based movies coming out. Hopefully, boosting the local economy. People tearing up the strip, <laughs> Jason Bourne style. Uh, okay, so that's Sleepless, the Bye Bye Man. Horror is always a, a funny type of genre to peg. Uh, we we have it starting at eight thousand for. Uh, for their actors going up to only 8500 for Carrie Ann Moss as a headliner in the Bye Bye Man. I don't I'm not sure about the appetite for this type of movie. Horror tends to do really well at the box office when there's not a lot of competition and it tends to do really well in like October, uh September, October, early November. January is a notorious notorious dumping ground for a lot of uh, Hollywood films, films that Hollywood doesn't believe in or well, it's it's, it's it's two it's twofold. It's it's movies that they that they're trying to get a wider release that they had ran in in really small platform release uh, type in December for Oscar consideration. I believe I can't remember what the deadline is, but I'm pretty sure you have to get your movie out and at least you know two or four screens before in like new york and la typically for oscar run consideration and then they'll widen those out in january but other than that as far as like real original programming or new releases january is a dumping ground you know, don't expect to see a lot of like really good stuff or blockbuster stuff till Till late March, early April, maybe. Uh, let's see. Underworld Blood Wars. So this price, this is the price that, that we would have had, had it debuted last week. And actually, it kind of did what we thought it would do. Uh, last weekend, it came in for $13.7 million, which is not bad. It only cost $35 million to make. Uh, I think this type of movie, or this movie franchise, had like a long life on uh DVD and downloads and what have you. So, I mean, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, most of these movies are front loaded. They usually tend to take, you know, the most, the bulk of their money in their opening weekend. But uh, I still see probably like a top, I don't know, top six uh, finish for next weekend for Underworld. So for this upcoming weekend. So that's why it, it, it starts at 7,700, uh, uh, going up to 8,500 for Kate Beckinsale as your headliner. Uh, Liam Neeson's Monster Calls did not do well at the box office, in my opinion. It it was in limited releases on about 1,500 screens. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Monster Calls, 1,500 screens, uh, tw- two, oh, only about 2.1 million. So you're only looking at about four fancy points there if you, if we're going by one fancy point per 500,000 in limited release. So... I would kind of steer clear of that, but we'll get into that in the shot list on the next pod. Also, let's see fences. Uh, fences we priced down about two thousand each, I believe, starting at seven thousand, going up to eighty-five hundred for Denzel Washington as your headliner. Uh, still a great movie. Still probably you know the best movie I may have seen in 2016, but it's starting to slow down. It was ninth in the weekend last weekend. It's at wide release. We're guesstimating it's still going to be fairly wide. Um, what do we have it at? Uh, we're get, we're guessing about maybe 2,100 screens, so down from 2,368. So a wide release. It's pretty much starting to run out of steam, um, and it might not give you the points you really want. I probably could have even downgraded it a little bit further to 6,000, but um, you never, But maybe it might get like a post uh, a post Golden Globes bump, I think. Well, actually, no, I don't think it really won anything. Um, everyone was was not, No, I'm sorry, Viola. That's oh my goodness, that's my bad. Viola Davis, the goddess in that, in that striking yellow dress from the Golden Globes. Uh, she uh, she won for for Best Supporting Actress, so maybe it might get a small bump. Yeah, and it, it was an amazing performance. I mean, I, I I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea. Granted, uh, I've heard nothing but good you know news about. About Casey Affleck's performance, I'm gonna try to see if I can see it this week. Uh, but it, it Casey Affleck is—I mean, I, I'm gonna have to see something like some real. I mean, because I, I don't know how it gets m- much better than Denzel in in Fences as Troy Max, and I just don't. But we'll see. Uh, hidden Figures. Ah! Oh. Oh. Oh, this hurts my heart. This hurts my heart. He's hidden figures. Because if, if if y'all remember the, the just the shot list podcast we had last week, it's what I did instead of having, you know, a a, a topic-based uh, podcast last week. We just focused on the shot list. And and I filled out a call sheet with y'all. And that was my strategy. I went, I did a max stack of hidden figures. I just had a feeling. I had a feeling. I actually didn't know if it was gonna top Rogue One and Sing, but I knew that it was gonna perform strongly. I mean, the marketing's everywhere. It's got nothing but good buzz, and it, it's a crowd pleaser. What can I tell you? It is truly a crowd pleaser. I went and saw it on Saturday. Saturday matinee. Actually, no, I wasn't matinee. I paid full price, and very glad I did it. It was amazing. I nearly cried at one point. People who know me, who have seen the movie, you know, let me know what part you thought I might have cried it. I might have almost cried it, but I was fighting them tears, boy. Oh, don't, don't you, don't you, don't, don't you, cry, Eduardo? Don't do it, because it's just—I mean, just—I mean, it, its its a—it—it it does the impossible, everybody. It threads the needle between shining uh, light on on American racism, on female empowerment, and also on on uh. Elevating, you know, mathematics and the space program, and 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 looking at a time in our at history. Do, basically, you know, doing a historical uh, a retelling of a story that not very many people knew or heard of. Like I'd never heard of Catherine Johnson before hidden, before I started seeing the market for Hidden Figures, and then when they had the whole timeless episode and everything. I mean, it's just, I mean, and, and it's just it was it was a really good time of the movies. It really was. It was a full, well-rounded four-quadrant entertainment. Uh, I think uh, and now we've priced it up appropriately. We've bumped it up by, I believe, another 2000 each, $3,000 each. Um, so it's going to cost you to get Hidden Figures back in. Uh, words out on this movie, man. I mean, 73 Meta score. It's kind of low. But um, actually, I believe it's, yeah, 7.9 rating on IMDb. I believe it's Rotten Tomatoes score, they have that on this page? You can see I don't have it on this page. Anyways, it's Rotten Tomato scores off the charts uh, generally. It's uh, usually pretty... I thought I saw it was like 90 like something percent. I'm going to look it up real quick for you all while <clears throat> I'm thinking about it because I'm curious. Where's the Hidden Figures. And the Rotten Tomato score for Hidden Figures was like 93% on the tomato meter and a 94% audience score, that's pretty big. So yeah, people love it. I mean, it just, t- it, it touches all the right spots. Um, and I think it's going to do well again, this, this second weekend. Um, if I had to guess if it made, if it made 22 million last weekend, I guess the drop-off might only be about five or 6 million to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I think it could still do uh, 16, 17 million this weekend, <clears throat> which probably should put it in the top five again uh, for this upcoming weekend. Let's see what else we have in the talent pool. Live by Night. Oh, man, I I, I might have priced this up too high, but I it just it, I mean it's a movie I really want to see. It's got a lot of press behind it. Uh, people are wise to Affleck as a director, even when he's directing himself. So I started at eleven thousand, going up to twelve. Twelve point eight for Ben Affleck. Zoe Saldana is also in it, looking gorgeous, stunning. Zoe eleven point seven as the other headliner. Uh, Passengers we dropped by, I believe, two grand each, starting at seven thousand, going up to eighty-seven hundred. Jennifer Lawrence, it's it's still you know doing some business but it's starting to run out of steam. It was only six in the box office last weekend with 8.8 million. I suspect it's going to drop down to about 5 million next weekend. And I believe its screens are going to drop too. We're guesstimating about 2,700 in wide release. Got to make room for somebody. Got to make room for Live By Night. Got to make room for – they'll probably add some more screens to Hidden Figures, quite honestly. I probably should have changed this from 2471 to like 2,500 <clears throat> for Hidden Figures. Uh, passenger, and also Patriot's Day. This one also is going wide. Jay Devlin's favorite. Fan uh, family friend of the podcast, Jay Devlin. Draft Mom's favorite, Jay Devlin. Your favorite, Jay Devlin. He was big on Patriots Day. So, so Jay Devlin, put up or shut up. <laughs> this is where this is where it goes wide for you, buddy. This is where, you know, you can you can really, you know, uh double triple down on your love of Mark Wahlberg and and, and my love of Peter Berg. I think uh, I I do not Question Peter Berg after Deepwater Horizon and being just shocked at how touching and, and poignant and just, just all around good Deepwater Horizon was, taking a fairly recent retelling of a natural, not even natural, of a man made disaster event and telling it in a way which was which was both you know, somewhat educational, uh, heartfelt moving, and, you know, dare I say, entertaining, you know, out of a tragedy. I think he can do the same out of the Patriots. I have utmost faith in Peter Berg, the director of Patriot's Day. He also did uh, Lone Survivor. I mean, this guy, this is what he does. He, and he did Friday Night Lights. I mean, this, this is what he does. He takes true, real-life events, and dramatizes them in a very good, entertaining way. Um, Silence goes wide or wider this week. It's it's, it's pretty much what you're going to be looking out for in Limited. 750 screens, uh, starting 8,200, going up to 8,700 for Andrew Garfield. Sing, we reduced down to 13,000 uh, going up to fourteen thousand for Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I believe that's correct. Let's see what else we got. Um, why him? I saw that. I was having a bad day. <laughs> I had a bad day on on Thursday. We had to cancel games. I was pissed. Need to get out of the house. And so I went. I wanted to go see a movie. Wanted to get out of my head. And I wanted to see something that was going to make me laugh. I went to see Why Him and. It was just a trick. That movie is freaking hilarious. No wonder it's still in the top 10, 6.9 million. We, I believe I kept it unchanged this week. Yeah, I kept it unchanged. I think that movie has a little bit of legs. I know I told mom to go see it. It's a little raunchy, you know, but draft mom, she ain't scared of no, no raunch. She's fine with it. Surprisingly, you know, surprisingly affordable little comedy. They're only for thirty-eight million estimated budget, and it's already made forty-eight million, almost forty-nine million. So go get your money, why him? Um, it actually probably could go down a thousand or two in price, but this is what we locked it in at for now. Nine thousand, starting at nine thousand, going up to ten thousand for Bryan Cranston, ninety-eight hundred for James Franco as your headliners for that all-important forty percent. Headliner bonus, so there might still be some some money in it if it makes a, a dramatic drop. Which it let's see what it do per screen per screen average for those newer to the game is a fairly telling figure, especially on wide releases. You can kind of give you an indication of what a movie's going to do. Um, and, and continue with per screen average for why him was only 2300 so we might actually see a bigger drop in why him because you're gonna need to make room for some of these other wide releases we have three we have we have three movies i believe going uh, pretty wide this weekend um or expanding wider this weekend um yes yeah, so is gobbling more screens patriot's day going to 2,900 screens, live by night, 2,700 screens. And then you've got three wide releases opening, um, The Bye Bye Man, Monster Trucks, and Sleepless. So someone's got to give. And if I'm a movie theater operator and I've got limited space, I'm probably you know cutting Why Him. So Why Him actually, I wouldn't be surprised to see Why Him drop down to limited. Like like 18, 1,900 screens, just under the wide release threshold. Which actually, if it does drop at the limited, YHIM would be, a really would probably be you know a decent value. Not the best value at this price, but it might be a decent value. I might have pegged this wrong. It's probably going to do a, a bigger drop in the limited. Now that I think about it, because when you think about it, uh, I believe there's only about forty two to forty five thousand ish screens out there in north american marketplace which is what we track so someone's got to give and it might just be why him uh rogue one takes the biggest tumble this week we dropped at seven thousand dollars now we see rogue one is rogue one's been weakened it is not the number one box office movie it will not be the number one box office movie from here on out most likely uh Sing almost almost hocked it down hidden figures definitely uh beat it by about 700 800,000. So now it's now, we're just, now it's going to be start priced more accordingly. It is is dropped down to 12,000. Cuz it's it's still going to be a top 3 movie, top 3 or 4 movie this weekend. So it is at 12,000 starting and going up to 14,000 for Felicity Jones as your headliner. 17.7 for Diego Luna as your headliner. Uh Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, oh um, my I, I can't say enough, about La La Land probably the best time you'll have at the movies, even if it's not the best movie at the movies, it's definitely going to get a Golden Globes bounce. I think it won like seven. Uh, I think it won like seven uh, awards or something crazy like that. Um, and and I, I mean I, I can't. I mean in this category, the way the Golden Globes does it too, they separate drama from comedy, which I think is is just smart. I mean it's kind of hard comparing you know apples to oranges sometimes, and it's hard to. <laughs> emotionally, for emotional transference between the two different categories when you're trying to pick, like, what's a best picture. So I like how they have that separation in Golden Globes. And yeah, for its category, it's gonna win for best comedy or musical. It's just gonna do it. You're gonna have a great time with that movie. I enjoyed it, truly recommend it. Uh, (laughs) And it it may be, like, my third date movie, you know, from here on out. I mean, that might be a litmus test. Does this woman like (laughs) La La Land? If she likes La La Land, believes in everything in this movie, and believes in, in the arts and falling in love, I can rock with her. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we kept that unchanged. It's at 11,500. I'm guessing it's going to expand its screens. I was a little conservative. I only guessed about 1,550. It might go up you know, maybe to 1,700 screens maybe, but I'm predicting it's going to stay in the limited category and limited release type category. If it's going to stay in the limited release type, then it's pretty much all you're going to want. Uh, so it's priced accordingly. It's priced up eleven thousand five hundred, starting, ending up with twelve thousand three hundred for Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, as your headliners. Uh, Jackie's unchanged, seventy five hundred to eighty four hundred. As we mentioned that earlier, Lion, Lion got a little bit of shine, a little bit of love. Might get a little bit of a post Golden Globes bounce. I'm adding twenty five screens to it in my guesstimate, uh, and that price is unchanged, fifty six hundred starting, ending up at sixty four hundred for Dev Patel as your headliner. Uh, Moana, I believe we dropped by a couple thousand. <clears throat> Moana, I you know I need I need to go see Moana. Uh, it's got legs, man. This is it's going to its seventh week, maybe seventh weekend, eighth weekend. Um, six, six point three million. This is another candidate that's probably going to drop into the limited release category. I just but uh, and so I've got it right on the borderline at two thousand for wide, because um, shedding about twenty one percent of screens for a movie that's still eh, well it's doing about 2500 per screen so this also is another limited release category candidate uh we'll have to see how that shakes out right now in my model i have it at uh just barely wide release and priced accordingly for that for that release type and the last movie of the week manchester by the sea i believe its price is unchanged starting at seven thousand. Uh, and going up to 7,600 for Casey, for Golden Globe, Best Actor winning Casey Affleck, who at least, you know what, I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, I hear all the great kudos about it, I am salty and partial for my man Denzel, but I will give this up for Casey Affleck, at least he had the common sense to at least shout out Denzel from the podium, Uh, I think he quoted him in his acceptance speech, whatever, and uh you know, I mean, that, that was a classy move. I can appreciate that as a Denzel, Denzel diehard. Um, so yeah, so I, I need to check this movie out this week and report back to you guys on it because I, I need to know more. Uh, movies that we ended up dropping um, from previous weeks included Assassin's Creed, which I also saw pay money for it's a glorious mess it doesn't make a lick of sense but if you can see it in d box with like the moving seats i'd highly recommend it because all that parkour and stuff i mean this is it's pretty it's pretty exciting action flick but as far as plot wise does not make a damn bit of sense um, <clears throat> so we, we dropped assassin's creed we dropped julietta um we dropped a few other movies that are probably still in the marketplace but aren't going to perform for the person of our game. Oh yeah, Fantastic Beast. I mean, it's kind of had to go, 1,100 screens. I mean, <clears throat> it's made its money, 1,600 per screen average. It's done, we dropped Collateral Beauty, <sighs> $921 per screen. Yeah, that movie's done. This is probably my, I mean, of the bombs in Will Smith's career, this one was pretty much up there as far as the way it was marketed. Um, it had the unenviable task of going up against Rogue One. Its opening weekend, it only made about thirty million. But on the lights, on the light side, it only cost thirty-six million. I mean, it looked like they're really. It, this, this is a really interesting test case of marketing, as far as like what happens when you try to to elevate. albeit be a well-cast movie. This, this, this is what these one of these these tweener films, which Hollywood has a hard time making anymore because they don't really know how to promote them well and when i say by tweener i mean it's not cheap enough to be an indie and it's not expensive enough to be a big budget film and so it falls in this weird gray area these are the type of movies you see between say i don't know 15 20 million and and like you know 60 million that hollywood really doesn't know what to do with and so they really tried to this this is this is what happens when <laughs> for lack of a better analogy. When a guy who's a two shoots his shot with a perfect ten, and the results aren't enviable. So, so Will Smith, you know, nice try. Uh, and he's probably making. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. I probably will see it on video or DVD or something. Um, Blu-ray, actually, if I even do that anymore. I'm all. I'm really much a digital download guy these days. Uh, and you know, this is what happens when when a two shoots a shot with a 10 and totally miss and totally air balls you shot your shot will smith um but you know sorry to worry out with you for collateral beauty uh i've heard wildly disparate disparate and disparaging reviews about this movie so i'm, I'm a little curious but you know we had to drop it from our game and office christmas party it's had to go somebody got to go it's made its money uh looks like on paper a slight profit although <clears throat> as i mentioned before i mean to be honest with you, studios really only, you know, recoup about what is it, 55% of total gross. So this movie is going to so at 54 million uh, gross for Office Christmas Party, it's going to have to make its, it's going to have to make up its budget and it's, you know, marketing. It's what they call the the P and A budget, prints and advertising. It's marketing budget back on on you know home video and airline sales and stuff like that. So that is it for your talent uh your talent pool preview hope you enjoyed it not sure how long this ran but i guess it's a it may not be a micro pod it's a a medium pod but the game is up in the lobby for you fully filled out and also we did some tweaking to our system to hopefully make it a little bit better for you Uh, this is like my dummy call sheet and we basically are going off of uh off of release schedule estimates. So so as you see 2,000 screens, this is what should match up in the future with the Box Office Mojo release schedule screen. So you see 2,000 for sleepless. And so if you go like to say, you know, uh, live by night, which currently is only on four screens, it should show up in the system now. Live by night it should show up in the system now what we anticipate it'll be which is a wide release of 2700 screens the same as expanding right here so this is a so hopefully this release really sticks we've been really working hard to make the game better for you i know there've been a lot of issues on the player side with you know uh, release types changing after call she locks so hopefully this this small but you know pivotal uh Addition to our change in our in, in the way system works will be a lot more helpful for you. You can pick out your call sheets a lot more confident before the six p.m. Thursday Pacific time uh, theater lock time, and you know, and hopefully it will be a better game for you. Um, so sorry about that uh, about last week, but we're back. We're here to stay. No more missed weeks. No days off. We're gonna rock this out in 2017. We're going to to, you know, uh, increase the excitement, the features of the game, you know, as we move along and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about Cinema Draft. Follow us on all our social media. Go to our landing page at cinemadraft.co. Sign up. If you haven't already, tell your friends to sign up. And I appreciate your support. Let's have a great year. And I look forward to seeing all of your call sheets.